There is obviously a lot to say about pursuing mastery in humanitarian aid as a local worker in Africa. But here's the takeaway. The combination of humanitarian standards and competency frameworks will give you a crystal clear view of the right direction to mastery. What do you think? Many local workers in Africa who are penalized by prejudice about their capacities, pressured by their social environments, and paralyzed by self-doubt need guidance to boost their confidence, their competence, and their compensation. That's why the Homegrown and World Class podcast provides practical guidance to help you grow from where you stand to where you stand out. Because local workers in Africa must know that excellence is not an import product. Thanks for listening to the Homegrown and World Class podcast. I'm Paul J. Braga and this is episode 24 on pursuing mastery in humanitarian aid as a local worker in Africa. When I joined the humanitarian sector as an employee back in 2005, it was an emerging profession. Or to put it another way, it was a sector in the process of professionalization. And to some extent, it still is. Professionalization here simply means that practitioners in a given field agree on what it means and what it takes to be an effective and accountable professional in that field. In a way, it makes it simpler for anyone to join and grow professionally based on agreed standards and frameworks. As a training officer from late 2005 to late 2008, I covered child protection in emergencies and education in emergencies. Those were the days when the Interagency Network for Education in Emergencies, INE, launched the minimum standards for education in emergencies. And the dissemination strategy was to train trainers who would commit to hold two training sessions over the next 12 months. Thus, a series of training of trainers were held around the globe in 2006, including two in Africa, an Anglophone TOT in Nairobi, Kenya, and a Francophone one in Dakar, Senegal. And here's what I had to say back in 2006, as reported in Feedback on Promotion and Use of the INE Minimum Standards for Education in Emergencies. That's a document that I found on the INE website as I prepared this episode. Here's what I'm quoted as saying. The INE minimum standards represent precious benchmarks in the initial phase of an education project like the one we're working on in Côte d'Ivoire. Meanwhile, on the child protection in emergencies front, the minimum standards for child protection in humanitarian action, known as CPMS, were launched only six years later, in 2012. However, child protection was ahead of education in another important area, the competency framework. The Child Protection in Emergencies competency framework dates back to 2010, whereas the Education in Emergencies competency framework came out in 2020. The latter stands as a complement to the CPIE competency framework, which was updated the very same year, that is 2020, as Child Protection in Humanitarian Action competency framework. Now, what's the point of telling you all this? Well, it can be unsettling to be a novice in an uncharted professional field and uncertain emergency settings. 
And even when you're experienced, improvisation, trials and errors may raise ethical and operational issues because we're talking about life-saving interventions here. The combination of standards of practice and competency frameworks addresses that challenge. The purpose section of the Education in Emergencies framework says it best, quote, The EIE competency framework builds on the INE minimum standards to articulate a set of required, valued, and recognized competencies for the humanitarian and education in emergencies sectors. It broadly describes expected standards of performance across a number of competencies that can be applied to different roles. The framework provides a common lexicon for core humanitarian and technical competencies and defines expected knowledge, skills, and attributes for each. The framework is intended to inform staff recruitment, learning and professional development, performance management, planning, and organizational design. It is a sector-wide guidance to advance the accountability, effectiveness, and predictability of educational preparedness, response, and recovery for affected populations. End of quote. Isn't that a good reference for your professional development as a local humanitarian worker in the education and emergencies sector? That's exactly what I understood long ago as a local humanitarian worker. That's why right after the 2006 INETOT in Dakar, I spared no effort, including contributing from my pocket, to attend the Sphere Standards TOT in Pretoria in 2007. As you may know, the Sphere project started in 1997, and the first edition of the Sphere Standard was published in 2000. There have been three new editions since, 2004, 2011, and 2018. The Sphere Handbook sets out minimum standards for the following sectors. Water, sanitation and hygiene promotion, which is WASH, nutrition and food security, shelter and settlement, and health. It also includes the foundation texts of the Humanitarian Standards Partnership, namely the Humanitarian Charter, Protection Principles, and Core Humanitarian Standards. The Humanitarian Standards Partnership brings together standards-setting initiatives. Besides the sphere, education and child protection standards, there are standards for livestock, economic recovery, market analysis, inclusion of older people and people with disabilities, crop-related livelihoods, and camp management. Those standards are accessible online on the Humanitarian Standards Partnership website and as a mobile app, the HSP app. Regardless of your specialization, I would encourage you to look at all the standards of the Humanitarian Standards Partnership, because communities and individuals affected by emergencies live integrated lives. Their lives are not fragmented along specialty areas of humanitarian interventions. There is obviously a lot to say about pursuing mastery in humanitarian aid as a local worker in Africa, but here's the takeaway. The combination of humanitarian standards and competency frameworks will give you a crystal clear view of the right direction to mastery. What do you think? You've been listening to Homegrown and World Class, the podcast that addresses Africa's skills gap one worker at a time and helps you grow from where you stand to where you stand out as a local worker in Africa. Remember, excellence is not an import product. Subscribe to the podcast, join the conversation and start your homegrown to world-class journey today. 
visit www.homegrowninworldclass.com.